0: Got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things digital, social media, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. This episode is brought to you by my free 20-page ebook with 100 really practical social media tips for your business. Grab them at steviesayssocial.com forward slash ebook. Hey guys, and welcome to episode six of the Stevie Says Social podcast. How exciting. I'm feeling pretty good at the moment because I just jumped onto iTunes and saw some of the reviews that people are leaving. I am so grateful for them. One thing that iTunes does not let you do for some reason is to reply to reviews. So for those people that have left one, please know that I am so grateful. Um, Thank you very, very much for leaving them. I I've said this before, but I sometimes feel like with podcasting, you're just kind of talking to yourself, which I am. I literally have a microphone in front of me talking to myself. So it's quite nice to know that there's other people listening and that they're getting something from the podcast. So thank you so much. If you would like to leave a review, you can just go over to iTunes and click on the review tab and leave a rating and a review. I would be so grateful. And yeah, I read every single one. So thank you in advance. Let's get into today's episode. So... Yesterday, I was lucky enough to present at the Interactive Minds social media spotlight event and there were three other speakers and myself that all basically spoke about uh, the changes that are always happening that will continue to happen in social media And what I thought I'd do is just go through that presentation because I feel like it's really topical and uh, kind of goes basically through the changes to the Facebook algorithm and the newsfeed and what it means for businesses. One thing that really stands out to me is how negative that people have been about these changes and I actually have a really different view. I think that there are some changes that you can make in terms of your Facebook strategy and if you're willing to do that and adapt, there's actually huge opportunity. So let me kick off. (sighs) Where do I start? So what I think Think I'll do is actually just start with a quick story. So, before I dive into the presentation, I think that this pretty much illustrates what I'm about to talk about. So, as some of you would know, every single week I write a pretty detailed 3,000 word blog post about a different aspect of social media. So What I decided to do on the second week of January while everyone else was at the beach, I was down at the Gold Coast, um, they were all nursing their holiday hangovers. I thought, right, I'm gonna get into this year, I'm gonna start it the right way, and I'm gonna write my first blog post. So I decided to title it How to Adapt Your Facebook Strategy in 2018. So Literally, that thing took me six hours to write and before I ever got a chance to post it, I literally logged onto Facebook and saw that Social Media Examiner had a live video and they were talking about how the entire Facebook landscape had just changed. And I was just like, what the hell? Because it meant that the lifespan of my blog post was about 10 minutes. And it's just the perfect illustration of how quickly things in social media land can change. So what I thought I'd do with the presentation that I put together yesterday was to go through the biggest change, which is obviously the 2018 newsfeed update and, yeah, what it means for us businesses and marketers and how we can take advantage of it. So the update in plain English was basically Mark Zuckerberg jumping onto Facebook and firstly saying that he'd decided to prioritise content from family and friends on the newsfeed in the future. And I actually think that this part of the update's a really good thing. I don't know about you, but I actually miss the days when we used to actually socialise with each other on social media. Literally, unless we're on holidays, these days we're not posting photos. Unless we're getting engaged, we're not posting status updates. And actually, the last post on my personal Facebook page is of me in Greece, so it was holidays, and I was getting engaged, and it was almost a year ago. And I work in social media, so that's really saying something. So I think the family and friends thing is good. It was later on in the post, though, that everyone got into a bit of a tizzy. And basically what he said was, family and friend content would be prioritized at the expense of content from brands, businesses, and publishers. So content from brands, businesses, and publishers would be seen less, and it would be held to a higher standard. And what that higher standard was, was that all of that type of content would, from that update forward, need to encourage meaningful interactions in order to be seen in the newsfeed. And the meaningful interactions thing is absolutely key. So what does it mean? Basically, it's a massive move away from what Facebook had as its previous goal, which was to basically promote relevant content. And it was considering itself as a media company and a publisher. And basically it used engagement as the gauge of whether a piece of content was relevant or not. So the number of likes and comments and shares. The problem with that is that spammy marketers were able to game the system. So basically what they were doing is putting up some really kind of average content and then engagement baiting. So basically baiting people to engage with the content so that it would be lifted up higher in the newsfeed. So that's obviously not a good thing because the content on Facebook then isn't the content that people actually want to see. So, hence the move to this meaningful interactions thing. And basically what it means is that conversation between people and community would be prioritized. And I actually went onto the Facebook blog to find out a little bit more about exactly what they meant because lots of people are saying different things and whenever you're confused, go to the Facebook blog because they always really clearly say what it is that they mean. So basically on the Facebook blog, the head of newsfeed, Adam Mazzari, said that some of the specific things that they would be looking at in the future in terms of whether to prioritize a piece of business content would be whether there were long considered comments on it. So more than short comments, because what they found was that if you took the time to actually write a more thoughtful perspective on something, it correlates more positively than something that was just, you know, a quick like or whatever. They also said that they'd prioritize conversations between people in the comments. So People-to-people interaction. So one thing that's really stood out to me, and I said it earlier about other people's commentary around this particular newsfeed change, is that people have been so negative about it. And I have a really different view. So the bottom line, yes, brands are going to have a more difficult time showing up in the newsfeed of their fans and their followers. But to be completely frank, I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. I think there's been so much lazy marketing out there, and what this change will actually do is it will push a lot of the salesy, promotional content out, and it'll really make room for brands and businesses who are, number one, willing to adapt, or number two, have already been doing a great job and providing value. So, let's chat about a few of the ways that you can take advantage of the changes in this space and really be one of the businesses that thrive. And let me just say, this is definitely not an exhaustive list. There are a million other things you can do. But I think that these are some practical examples of things that you can really sort of immediately implement in terms of your social media strategy and start to see results. So number one is to adjust your organic strategy, And another way of saying this is that you need to start doing what Facebook has told you that they want you to do. They've told us that in order to maintain a level of organic reach in the newsfeed, you need to be basically getting meaningful interactions on your content. So I saw a stat a little while ago and it basically said that the average reach for content on a business page is 1%. And so what that means is that for every 100 people connected to a page, there's generally only one person seeing a particular piece of content. And what that says to me is that there's a lot of marketers and businesses who just don't quite understand what it is that they need to do in order for the Facebook algorithm to prioritize their content. So I'll keep saying it, but it now comes back to meaningful interactions. Let me give you a few examples of how you can do that. So number one is don't rely on video as the magic bullet. This is one misconception that I really, really want to clear up, because we all hear about video being prioritised in the newsfeed, and certainly prior to this most recent update, video, so any video as a post type, was given favourable treatment. This is no longer the case, and it's actually a complete 180 on Facebook's part. It's a complete shift in the way that they've previously spoken about video. So what they've said on their blog post these updates is that there will be less video. They've said that video is an important part of the ecosystem. It's consistently growing, but it's more passive in nature. There's less conversation on video and in particular public video. So what it means is that yes, video is generally popular if it's done well, but if it's not encouraging meaningful interactions it's not going to be favoured as a post type anymore. So what it means is no more video for video's sake. You still need to, with the video content that you're putting up on your Facebook page, really keep that meaningful interactions thing in mind. So an example of a company that's doing it well, and full disclosure here, because I used to be the marketing manager for them and I did put their social strategy together, is Place Estate Agents. So you can look at one of their Facebook pages at facebook.com forward slash place nf. And they've got a lot of video content on their page. And what they do well is... Rather than being a real estate agency that just puts their listings and their sales up and it's just boring AF, they actually create content. So three to four videos a week per office where they're really kind of covering things that the local community who happen to own houses in the area are interested in. So they're interviewing the school principal and they're covering cafe openings and things like that. And that's the sort of stuff that people are interested in. So for example, they did a video on the opening of an ice cream shop in South Brisbane and it did so well. It got 36,000 Organic reach, which is just amazing for a local Facebook page, and the reason it did so well is that number one, it was seasonal, so they timed it with uh, National Nutella Day. They basically made sure that it was local and it was content that the local community was actually interested in and wanted to tell their friends about. But then also, they did things with the video that would make sure that it was definitely going to be seen. So. They created the video in a square format, which always does better on Facebook. So rather than having it in the traditional 16.9 format, the square format has more screen real estate um, and therefore it attracts more attention. The other thing that they did with that particular piece of video is that they uploaded it natively onto Facebook. And so they weren't trying to get people off Facebook say, onto a website by linking out. And that's something that Facebook likes. They want to keep people on their platform. So if you are creating video, make sure you upload it into Facebook and keep people on the platform. So another way that you can adjust your organic strategy is to start asking questions in a really non-spammy way in the content that you're producing. So a good example of this is some of the recent content from Woolworths, and I think they do such a great job with their social media. But prior to these updates, if you had put just a text-only update on Facebook, it was Just a big social media no-no. Nobody would see it. It wouldn't get any attention. But post these updates, what Woolies has done is they've started asking a few questions. So they put up a post that said, "'You're stranded on a desert island. The last meal you ate is the only food source available for the next 100 years. What will you be eating?' And they got 2,600 comments on that particular piece of content. And because it did so well and it was encouraging meaningful interactions, it was then pushed out much more in the news feed than another piece of content, and it did really well for them. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Make sure you're actually asking people and encouraging meaningful interactions if that's what you want. And hot tip, that's what you want. (laughs) So another way to adjust your organic strategy is to experiment with live video. And this is something that, you know, social media people have been talking about for a while. But Facebook has said in its blog about the most recent update that live video generates six times more interactions than regular video. So in my opinion, it is an absolute no-brainer. And it's something that your brand should be experimenting with. The problem with live video, so from a brand's perspective, is that it's risky, right? And, you know, things can go wrong. But from the user perspective, that's what they love. It's real and it's authentic. And I think that's the reason why it does so well. I think that there's a huge opportunity for brands that are brave enough to really dive in and give it a go. And if you're a small business and you've got the resources and the ability just to kind of dive in without too much red tape, you'll really stand apart from the big guys. Another example of how you can adjust your Facebook strategy, post these updates is Facebook groups. So Facebook was actually really explicit about the types of content that would be prioritised. So it would be posts from friends and family and then also posts from groups. So group content really tends to inspire conversation and community and therefore it's kind of really naturally doing the meaningful interactions thing that Facebook actually wants. Another really recent change in Facebook um, in terms of the last six months has been that they've introduced groups for pages. So businesses can now create their own group or they can link an existing group to their business page. And previously, this wasn't possible. So it's a pretty big change and something potentially to take advantage of. So, one company that's doing this really well is Peloton. So, P-E-L-A-T-O-N bike company in the US. And they've basically got 600,000 people attached to their business page. And they basically use that to post content um, and articles and things like that. But their Facebook group, which is linked to their business page, has 300,000 active people in there. And they really use that for engagement. So they have a community manager in there that's, you know, really inspiring conversation around what people's favorite fitness instructor is and their favorite exercises and things like that, and really building a community. So two caveats with Facebook groups. Number one, If you are considering it, make sure that you know how much work goes into it. So Facebook groups are incredibly time consuming and they are not the sort of thing that you can kind of set up just as another way of pushing your content out because they will not work. You really need to dedicate the time and all the resources to have someone in there really inspiring that community and that engagement as well. The other thing to keep in mind with Facebook groups is that Facebook can and they do and they are changing the rules all the time. And so even though Facebook groups at the moment are organic, there's no ads in there really, they're not being monetized, that will no doubt change. So it's something to keep in mind. You do not own the Facebook platform. So that's how you can adjust your organic strategy. My second tip in terms of changes post these updates is to start investing in Facebook ads if you haven't already. So one of the biggest uproars in relation to the newsfeed changes kind of came from people saying, oh, you know, my reach is going to decline. And I just think that it's a really good time to remember that The organic Facebook newsfeed is a free platform and we were never, ever promised free advertising forever. We've actually had a really good run for a long time. So I just think that rather than wasting our energy over, you know, the alleged plot from Facebook to force us to spend more on paid promotion, um, we need to really start looking at the targeting and the reach of Facebook as the really tremendous opportunity that it is. Sorry, Facebook advertising. If you're not investing in Facebook ads, now is the time. The way that I would look at it is this, post these updates if you want to get reach on Facebook, so you want people to see your content, you can absolutely still achieve that by adjusting your organic strategy. Organic reach is not dead. If, however, you want to do something that benefits you and leads people closer to a sale, and what I mean by that is pretty much lead people off Facebook, so drive traffic to your website, or get a conversion, so drive sales, you're going to have to pay for the privilege to do it. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that the targeting capabilities of Facebook make it a much better paid marketing option than a lot of the other options out there. So my advice is this, get in now. One of the other things that I think that will happen post the updates that have just recently come about is that businesses who are struggling with organic reach that hadn't previously advertised on Facebook are going to start turning more and more to Facebook ads. And because there's only so much space in the newsfeed for ads, I really think that that's going to mean that It's a basic supply and demand thing and the costs will start to rise. So Facebook ads will get more expensive. If you don't get in now, you'll look back in 12 to 24 months and I really think that you'll regret not doing so. It's a really similar thing to what happened with Google AdWords uh, when Google AdWords first came out quite a few years ago. And it was cheap as chips because there weren't too many people on the platform. But then when, you know, the likes of Nike and bigger brands got on and everyone was competing for the same search terms, it got significantly more expensive. We are still in the glory days of Facebook ads. That is slowly changing. So get in now. And my third piece of advice for really making the most of these newsfeed changes or adapting your strategy to survive is to diversify. So the latest update at the end of the day is just a really kind of salient reminder that we do not have control of platforms like Facebook. And it highlights the fact that we really need to be diversifying our digital marketing efforts. Do not put all of your eggs in one basket is another way of saying that. So I'd like to highlight two other social media platforms where, depending on your business type and what your target market is, I really feel that there's tremendous opportunity at the moment. So the first of those is Pinterest. In the wake of the newsfeed changes, one of the categories of business that will be most heavily affected by the changes are those that have previously had a content marketing strategy where... They have produced really valuable blog articles, et cetera, and then posted them on Facebook as a way of driving traffic back to their website. You will really struggle and you will see a notable decline in your traffic post these updates unless you're paying. So one way that you can organically get some of that traffic back is by posting that content on Pinterest. I post my blog articles every single week on Pinterest and I automate that with a program called Tailwind. And over time, because Pinterest is a search engine and I use relevant keywords and it's not so dependent on a algorithm and news feed, it's meant that it has become hands down the biggest driver of traffic to my website. It's also a great source of leads for me. So it's definitely one to consider if it makes sense for your business. The other one that I'd consider is LinkedIn. So I'm actually really passionate about LinkedIn because it's really gone from a job hunting site to a really kind of robust content marketing and education platform. And again, if content marketing is your play and hot tip, I would really recommend that it should be. Produce valuable content that attracts your clients rather than having to go out and find them. It means that they come to you. I would really recommend looking at LinkedIn as a way of getting your content out there, uh, driving your brand awareness, and also traffic back to your website. So there you have it, guys. They are my three top tips. Uh, And I just thought I'd close as well by saying it's really important to remember where social media, Facebook and every other platform sits. It is a conversation starter. It is not a deal closer. So if nothing else, these changes will just come as a really good reminder that we don't own our audiences. So even though social media is an amazing way to find new people, our strategy really needs to be to nurture them and get them the hell off social media into a platform that you own. So your email, your website, etc., so that you can eventually own your audience and get them to do business with you there. So just to sum up, I really think there's tremendous opportunity post these changes. I would recommend, number one, adjusting your organic strategy. You cannot do what you've always done. It will not work anymore. And look at some of the things that I mentioned in terms of how to do that. But it all comes down to making sure that you're encouraging meaningful interactions with your content. I would also recommend investing in Facebook ads And thirdly, I would definitely recommend diversifying. So I hope that was helpful. Uh, Until next time, that's me. See you guys.